without further ado, let's get started. Welcome to the Love Life Legacy Podcast. Love Life Legacy Podcast. Love Life Legacy Podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. desire to share our love, life, and legacy with the hopes that it inspires, compels, and challenges others. We're all about growth and leveling up, and that is what we aim to do. Now, something that we would like everyone to understand is that this podcast is based on our opinions, framed from our life's experiences and perspectives. This is not to say that we are right and you're wrong. This is merely to challenge and elevate our lives, your life, and the conversations that surround the topics we speak on. Welcome to the Love Life Legacy Podcast. No, it's live. That's why you shouldn't have pressed, you pre- you shouldn't have pressed it. Uh, We're finally live? We're finally live. About time. <laughs> What's up, y'all? I, Our picture is still distorted. I don't know what's going on with today. It's, After all that hard work, it something is just. There it goes. I don't know what's happening, bro. This is crazy. That's the that's the word. You gonna say it's crazy? Uh, Happy Sunday. Welcome to the Love Life Legacy Podcast. Obviously, I don't see what I'm saying. Where life happens. I don't know what's going on. I don't know either. I don't know what's going on, bro. And is it? Oh my gosh. Okay, can y'all hear us? Yeah, please. Um, let us know if you guys can. We are having some major technical difficulties right now and we don't know what is going on we don't know if it's facebook or uh, yeah like our programs they aren't speaking to each other yeah uh geez, we we don't know so if y'all can comment and let us know if y'all can hear us or not man we'd appreciate it you know want wanna was was energized to to bring it to you guys my energy is gone my yeah it's a little depleted man um but you know, maybe y'all can help us out. I don't know if y'all see at the bottom, but uh, we actually now have the ability for you guys that can uh, join us and call in. Um, so maybe you know, you guys want to give us some of your energy. And oh, they can hear us. They can. Oh, you. I turned up. Okay, my phone. good. Uh, maybe if y'all can give us a little bit of energy, man. I know. And uh, we're done. Call in. Uh, you know, help us out a little bit, because Jesus Christ. That was work. That that was a you lot know, of work. It was frustrating, but our picture is still kind of distorted, though. Uh, yeah, that that's how it first started. It started off with um, the the internet woke up. The first thing I woke up and I get notifications that the internet is out. So you know, I brush my teeth, wash my face, do what I had to do, and I, I attacked the internet immediately. Tried to reboot it. Um, you know, and, and it still didn't, you know, do what it's supposed to do. So, uh, I said, you know what, maybe by the time we get on the live, we'll be fine. And we get on live and the pictures are sorted and we can't hear nobody and y'all can't hear us. <laughs> we don't know what is going on, man. 
Um, you shared it? Nope. Okay, I just shared it from your page, and I it's in the group. Because I'm not sure if, it, if it's going to work. Because no, oh, Danielle said yes. TT said they can hear us. I figured. Okay. Yes. Sorry, <sighs> guys. Yes. Love uh, Life Legacy Podcast, where life happens to us too. <laughs> like That's that. the best way I can say it. So let's like get some good positive vibes back in this room. Okay, uh, let me let me. I'm gonna go to YouTube right quick. For what? And see if I can put on some tranquil music. No, cause that you might burden it some more and i don't know what's going on with the internet bandwidth so can you not please man we need something let's can <sighs> i can i try if it don't work then it's fine and if you don't work it's probably gonna shut it down i've we already distorted it <sighs> here it is let's turn it up a little bit guys we need some saw. <laughs> we need to breathe we need to be brought <sighs> back into a place of serenity <sighs> So let's do this, babe. Let's do this. Breathe. One, two, three. Okay. Breathe in. Breathe out. You are so joking. One, two, three. Breathe okay. in. Breathe out. One, two, three. Breathe in. Breathe out. We will now be defeated in this moment. Oh, you so funny. We have peace right now in this yes, moment. Yes, yes, yes. I am not following you up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do a big fat baby Buddha. So crazy, y'all. Watch this. We we need it. I'm sorry, y'all. Jesus Christ, this okay. thing was crazy. We we 40 minutes late because of you. Because of me? Because of you and your technical. I, okay, I updated my drivers on my laptop, and I didn't think to say, "Hey, let me go and make sure everything's working," because nothing was supposed to be broken. <laughs> Everything was supposed to be where it was already. So hey, boom. Not checked. We in the chair. We in the chair. Waiting, watching you know, Rajan do his while we getting ready. Okay, and action. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know the the disappointment, boy. That's a, that's a life lesson, ain't it? What? That when you try your hardest and you can have everything lined up mm -hmm. to meet your expectations. Yes. Sometimes you fall short. Yep. But in that moment. Either you can fight to find out how to make it work mm -hmm. or you can be defeated and walk away. Yeah. Because I felt both of them. I was fighting and but, nothing was working. And I was like, well, maybe this is not our time to but go. But I was here. Ooh. <laughs> Everybody needs an Eva. <laughs> Do we have, I don't know if we got men on the live. If we have men on the live and women, y'all can hear this too. What? Cause now I scared. Not only does every man need an Eva. Oh, go ahead. Every man needs a mate. What? That can help them when they feel like they can't help themselves. Oh, that was so sweet. You know what I'm saying? Because I was gonna say thankful for me and my laptop that's working so well. Which I'm, which <laughs> which I offered over to you. Which we're on right now. <laughs> you know, Samsung let me down for a little bit, uh, but HP is coming through. HP baby. Why you? Oh, because you have no need I don't for need it. it. Yeah, I just got it in front of me now. You got all my notes. I'm going to just use my phone here. Well, hey, guys. I see we got TT. We got Danielle. We got Jason. Harry. Hey, what's up? Hey. My brother. My real life Sharon, brother. But we call her Erica. <laughs> 
Yo, we we got some uh, stimulating conversations for you guys this morning. Uh, glad that we actually afternoon now. Or okay, my bad. Afternoon and glad you guys can hear us loud and clear. Let's go ahead and do some uh, updates. Some some, some announcements. News, yeah. Some legacy can I announcements. Go, first? go ahead. So last year February. If to be exact, we started our podcast. Man, if I had the sound effects, you would hit oh, a... Oh, oh, oh. No, it's, too, it's too late. It's too late? You downed it. Okay. <laughs> so we had... We started the podcast, and Ooh, we started see. it in our car. Uh-huh. Well, your truck. And um, and to see where it's at today, you know, it's we're doing pretty good. Facts. And then on February... What was it? Because now the 15th? February 15th, we started the podcast group, which we are at 460-something members right now. Oh, look at you coming through with you the compliment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to make it happen, man. <laughs> so that was good. And then on February 28th, we will be releasing our first book together. Book together. So called, February, again, Hoodwinked, Hoodwinked. The Burden of Religion. The Burden of Religion. Yes. So February is a lot of first for us. It is. Was that the first time we went on a date? Uh, first time we kissed? No, definitely not the first time. We first kissed. time we did the do. <laughs> no, that was not the first time we did the do. No, um, February was our first. It wasn't a date. It was our first did it. It was not a date though. What What was it? No, my birthday was our first date. I don't count that. I don't count that. Don't make me relive that. Why traumatic you experience. Why you don't count that? Don't make me live that traumatic why you experience. Live your All right. truth. Okay, now I'm feeling some type of way. Live your truth. All right, so if y'all heard this before, y'all gonna hear it again. I'm sorry. I love y'all, but y'all got to feel this pain with me. It wasn't painful. It was painful. I don't like rejection. Let me Boom. My side we of friends. The story. No, okay. no. We're friends. 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 Key word. Friends. Yeah. Okay, forget that. We're friends. I want to be a good friend. I want to take my friend on a birthday date. Friend, let's go to the movies. Friend. friend, boom. So I am the type of guy where I, friend. I don't care. I'm the type of guy that I like. I'm just a nice guy. Actually, have my my homeboy say, John D, you too nice. You know, you just you got to relax on being nice. But that's who I am. I'm a, I'm uh, I'm sensitive. I'm I'm emotional. Go to the I'm date. nice. I'm all this. So I thought as a friend, it would have been a nice gesture to buy a friend a birthday gift. Which comprised of a gift bag that had a teddy bear in it, that had some candies that I made bags for. Mm. I took my time and stuffed these bags, made these bags, we all this friends. stuff. So what? In in my good heart, I gave her here happy birthday. She said, "What's that?" I said, "Thank you." No, you did not. Yes, I did. You said, "I can't take that from you." Cause why I can't you take that from me? Well, um, I was always raised to not accept <laughs> gifts from guys. <laughs> I had a boyfriend at the time, and we were just friends. That was and cap. I did not want nothing to that be was misconstrued. Cap. That was a lie. That was a lie. <sighs> that was a lie. So I got mad. I was hurt, bro. And it was it was so bad that I called and I talked to her mom about you sure it. Did. I was mad. And I already gave my mom the scoop. And and you know she <laughs> was like, you know, Jonathan, I understand that Eva hurts your feelings, but you know I raised her to not accept things. But it's all right. Just keep trying. That's what she told me. She said, just keep trying. And but I didn't want to because mm, I don't did. like I don't like rejection. But you did. I don't even know how we got on the story. Oh, because we were talking about our first. 
Oh yeah. So yeah, and oh oh, and and that first actually set a precedent of horrible gift giving. I it's so bad that I am afraid to gift my wife. Tell me I'm lying. Tell me I'm lying. It's not that you're afraid to give me a gift. You have wisdom in selecting the gifts. Hear these lies, y'all. <laughs> it's all in the presentation. Women, y'all have an ability to no. admit the truth, and in our minds, we say you're lying. No. That is not that's not true, bro. Okay, because you would buy me things that I don't necessarily want, and then it forces me to have to show, because you look for too much in the gift. If you buy me a gift and I say thank you and I smile and I give you a kiss, let that be it. You want me to be super happy and fall on the floor and be like, oh, this is such the most amazing gift I've ever received. That's not true. You want all of that. I don't I don't look for the antics. I look for the appreciation. I do. And it usually is met with, mm. I like it, I guess, but... I'm trying to feel it out. Yeah. And then it, it turns into, do you mind if we take it back to get something else? <laughs> Women, let me give I you... Let me, ladies that's on our live, let me oh, give you a geez. word of advice from a man, right? <laughs> if you... Uh, if a man gives you something... Valentine's Day is coming. If, you, if a man gives you something, mm -hmm. take the gift, show appreciation. I did. Even if you don't like it, this is the time when and you have to swallow presidents. it. No, it doesn't. We are ego. We have small, fragile egos. You guys have to learn that it's not always okay to be right in the case of, of uh, when dealing with your man friend. I you have to lie. Even if you don't like it, say you like it and try to find out if you can take it back. Ask, hey, babe, does this come with a gift receipt just in case if I damn You did not have tact. Our last podcast it was is titled "Using Tact." Uh, being tactful is key. If you haven't uh, listened to it, go to one of the streaming platforms, uh, mm. podcast platforms. Catch that. The lies. It was, it was not tactful. It was tactful. Mm -mm. Me saying it was hurtful. Me saying, "Babe, do you mind if I exchange this?" Is tactful. I could have told you how much I didn't like it and how I didn't think the gift was thoughtful because why would you buy me something like this? I could have went on and on and on and on. Or and you on. can do what I, the advice. Okay, here's another problem. No. Women, listen, when men give you advice, right, I know that you guys pride on wanting to always be right. That's not but it. it's okay to take the advice from time okay, to time. Okay, I'm willing to take the advice, but you don't. That's not good advice. To to you, but I'm telling you, if I'm telling you how to deal with me. Okay, so I, can I ask a follow up question? Go ahead. Okay, the follow up question is: If I show you all this appreciation and I tell you all this about this gift, and then you buy me another gift just like it, and I have to act like I like it again, all to save your feelings, we're wasting money. Boom. There we go. I have a I have a resolve to that. Okay. So after you stroked my ego and lying good, uh -huh. now that's when you get to work. You start uh, sending me things that you want, dropping hints, uh, bringing it up in but conversations, strategically taking me to the store and showing me things. But Say, babe, you know this would be a good gift. What, no, no. What what you don't understand is that men pick up on all signs. We we ha we are programmed to read that. If you're sending me text of the same item multiple times, what you're telling me is, "Oh, I want that, and I'm gonna get it." So so you can help yourself 
after you've lied to me, stroking my ego by then training me to get you now what you want. Okay, we got some comments, and I'm about to address that. Okay. Okay. So TT said, "Hey TT from the Clarksville, Tennessee." She yeah. said, "Been there. Oh, been there. Definitely need tech when given opinion. Given opinion of a gift. That's for both sides. I agree." Danielle said, "I know an older lady that accepts the most beautiful flowers from her husband." And she's allergic. Danielle, <laughs> you are a goat and a G right now for that woo, comment. Woo, woo. Thank you. If I have, oh, can I get my clapping game? Go ahead, get your clap again. I'm, I'm with that. I appreciate that. Yes. Tony yes. said, "You guys sound like a husband. You sound like my husband." And a few months ago, we had the conversation, and this time he got the gift right. My question is, Tanya, thank you, number one, for your comment. <laughs> mm -hmm. Did you at that time? tell him what you wanted and then he got it right or he just got it right on his own because i think that you told him which is the programming i'm talking about uh -huh. so that he could get it right and you're not disappointed I'm now if you want to uh, well, watch this let me drop this if you want to add more context to the conversation we have the ability for you to call in yep. i don't know if you guys saw the number but the cell phone the phone number is 843 nine hundred zero three one four if you guys want to be a part of the conversation let us know in the comments let us know you're about to call in and that way i'm set up and we can receive the phone call and listen to more of the context of the comment um but i'm telling you but i got a comment and i'm here <laughs> my comment is the part that jonathan forgets to tell you guys is that jonathan's love language is gifts it is gifts and therefore he likes giving gifts I do. And he likes receiving gifts. I do. I don't like gifts. <laughs> that's tricky. Again, okay. again, hold like up. Gifts. I'm scarred, so I'm speaking oh, from PTSD. Okay. So that's I a lie. I don't because like, if I. Okay, go ahead. Turn. Go ahead, my bad. I don't like gift giving. I don't like buying gifts. Go back to receiving, though. I don't like necessarily receiving gifts. Such a lie. Okay, what I'm saying is I don't like surprises. Okay. Right? I got so you. So when you try to gift me with a surprise, it's nine times out of ten, it's not going to be something I want. My second problem is I don't ever know what I want. <laughs> so it makes it hard. Y'all women are crazy, bro. Every woman bro. is not as indecisive as me. Bro, y'all women but crazy. the other problem is when I find what I want and I want like ten of them, Jonathan has a problem with it. For instance, it was this type of purse that I really liked. And I bought that purse like three times. Every time it went, got old or raggedy, I bought the purse over again. Then I bought it over again again. And Jonathan hates that because he feels as though I should want a new gift. I should want something different. But I am literally a plain Jane. I like cardigans. Surprise, I don't have one on now. I like those little jackets. He doesn't like them. Can I tell you, okay, this is why I I say I have a problem with it. If she kept buying the same thing and she was content and never um, said anything, like she was tired of being the way that she is, then I wouldn't have a problem. I'm tired of being the way that I am. Okay, see, she'll buy the same stuff, and then I constantly have to hear, I'm tired of being this way. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i'm trying to be there as, as emotionally and this is going to tie into our conversation i'm trying to be as emotionally available for my wife 
And because I know this is how she truly feels, I encourage her outside of her normality. But I don't know if that's how I really feel. <laughs> I am, y'all are psychopaths. I don't know. Oh, quick shout out. This bracelet right here, I got from my cousin Ashley Strowman. Go ahead. You know, Sound OMGG. She was selling paparazzi. You can hit her up on Facebook. If you would like bracelets and jewelries and jump castles and uh, she got all kind of things going on. Ashley, if you are still watching because you were on earlier, please do put a link to your website or your page or just something in the comments about your business. Facts. And also on that, if you are on this live or if you catch this video after we go off. If you are a member of the Love Life Legacy podcast group and you actually have a business, if you have something you sell, uh, you have a niche, uh, you something niche, I said niche, niche, you and you want to share your services, please share it on the page, please, and invite friends, yes. please. We are almost to the limit. Can I tell you the number? What's the limit? Oh, not the limit. We're almost to the goal. The goal for this month. The goal for this month. Can I say the goal? Yeah. We're trying to get the 500 members. This right? month. That's our first landmark. Once we get to 500, we're going to start giving away. And I am itching because, like she said, one of my love languages is giving gifts. I want to give some money away. I am so serious about giving money away. And y'all need to help me help myself so I can give <laughs> y'all some money. Invite friends. You can actually copy the link of the group. Share that link on your page and promote the heck out of it. The word of mouth is key. If y'all enjoyed the conversation that we have, because they're very candid, good conversations. I love them. If you're enjoying it, don't you think you want other people to enjoy it too? And if they do, they join. I gave you some money. It works for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, please. So that was a plug. Um, you want to get to some of these comments real yeah, quick? Yeah, so TT said, I actually say what I want, and I usually get what he thinks I should have. <laughs> <laughs> His response is, because he wants me to be surprised. Example, I ask for a specific pair of shoes, and he buys shoes, but not the ones I ask for. Just listen to what we say. I completely understand her. I really do. Okay, my question is, sis, did you send him a picture of the shoes? That's what it text. sounds like. No, no. She said, I asked for a specific pair. So what you say and what we hear sometimes But he wanted her to be surprised. He didn't want to buy her the exact thing because she was expecting it. He wanted... Let me read the comment again. <laughs> Maybe I'm... See, again, you just read it and I'm not hearing it right. <laughs> I actually say what I want and I usually get what he thinks I should have. His reason is because he wants me to be surprised. Right. Example, I asked for a specific pair of shoes, and he buys shoes, but not the ones I asked for. Just listen to, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, because okay. he, he wants the surprise element. Uh, yeah, no, Tony said, I didn't tell him from her previous comment. Uh -huh. I told him to pay attention to his wife the way I pay attention to him. So it's not hard to give a gift when you know what your wife likes. He did it that t this time. I like that. That is so sweet and romantical. But you are nothing like that comment. But I like it, though. Tanya, <laughs> I am so glad for your husband. But you know me. Hold up. You don't know yourself. Okay. okay, so you just sat here and you said, I don't even know what I want. I She's saying, 
because she knows. I, no, she knows what she wants. <laughs> we, me and Tanya can still be alike. Now, give me it. Sometimes I do know what I want. Like yesterday, I knew I wanted a lock on my office door. <laughs> I text Jonathan with the quickness after them turn street me. <laughs> oh, I snorted. I snorted. And I, I knew that I had to get it based on how serious she was when she called for that lock. I think I texted you. Oh, no, you text. Oh, my bad. See, that's how serious I took it because when I read it, I heard you. <laughs> this is what I heard. I need a lock on my door immediately. I think that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think those were my exact words. So that's what I heard. When I read a When I know what I want. Yeah. I know what I want. And I deliver because I left work, even though I didn't have it in my scope to stop mm -hmm. i made it my job to make sure that i went to the north charleston one first because i thought they would have had something else i was looking for they didn't have it so i drove all the way up to somerville and went to that lowe's to get what you wanted and they had it and i got it so again when you when i know tell me I when you know what you want i get it and that's a fact that's a fact so, um, so switching gears real quick. Mm -hmm. So, because we went all the way there. That was not even attended. But that ties into the emotional it intelligence. It does. So, first, this week in the comments was awesome. Yeah. The posts you guys were sharing, the awesome, transparent discussions. Shout out <laughs> to all Jonathan coworkers who defend my honor when Jonathan decided to tell me to take my heavy leg off of him. Yo. I really appreciate y'all sticking up for me on the job. Yo, my coworkers, <laughs> they beat me up all day over there. That's the, they was right to do that. They was like, how dare, you, how dare you tell your wife to take her heavy leg off of you smack <laughs> when you go home apologize to her exactly. smack i'm like bro can you stop hitting me like okay number one there's a way and i told <laughs> and i asked my wife if that's what you were intending to be all i came in i kissed you the booty pooch works <laughs> i couldn't do the booty pooch. do the booty pooch you know just slide over booty. throw your booty up on me a little bit at the end of the day okay let me ask you I this question well head have you or have you not woken me up out of my sleep? Yes. You know, for some. Yeah. Okay. Now, did I wake up with okay. those times? Yeah. Okay. So not me, all of them. No. Nah, that's not true. Most of the times, you know how to get me up. I can. So you mean to tell me you're going to switch what I'm used to and throw your heavy leg <laughs> on me and Number expect me one, to? I can't leg. maneuver the way I want to maneuver. Bro, your leg heavy. I came over. I was trying to kiss you. I did kiss you. You kissed me back. But I usually do. And your response was, your leg getting heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, laughed because you were laughing. Your leg was getting heavy. And I rolled back over to my side. Ladies, because we have mostly ladies on here, which we have some guys to defend the brothers. Ladies, you know how it is when you are in that REM sleep. You know how it is. If we tried to distract you while you're in that place, it's World War Three. And it, come on, be honest. I don't like to be woken up out my Thank sleep. you. So again, but you offer that though. I hate lifting my arms. I even have my sweat marks. Oh, under there. but you offer yeah. that though. I offer what? To be woken up out your sleep, especially like if we ain't been intimate. Yeah, 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 no, no, no. You be like, now nah, you bother me when I'm sleeping. I'm ready. 
You you give me And that that's a, that's a fact. I don't y'all I don't mind being woken up in my sleep. It's in the manner of how she chose to do it. She knows <laughs> what to do to get me up that sends that signal and through my chakras <laughs> and I feel it and it's it's on. It's I'm up. Let's go, right? She didn't do that. I did. She took her heavy leg and said, <laughs> "Boom." <laughs> That was not how it was. Your leg was Y'all, your leg I have two to times. scoot in the bed so I don't put pressure on the shoulder. Right? <laughs> Jonathan sleeps behind me, so I have to roll over on this side to get to him. So I was guiding myself with my leg. And so I had to put my leg first, to, you know, to give me some balance while I tried to push up and I leaned over to kiss him. And then he's going to have the audacity just to focus on my leg. That, that, cause and that, I'm not even that big. You would think I'm this huge person. I'm not. Babe, I'm not saying that you're big you at all. You have a four-ton leg in the Okay, comments. when you're sleeping, things feel... No, number one, sounds are heavier. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I just said... Sounds so are heavier. So if sounds are heavier, you have to sounds think that you're... Sounds are louder? Okay, louder. <laughs> heavier sounded better. If sounds are louder, then your leg was heavy. <laughs> I'm feeling all bad for him. I wanted to, but I just couldn't. Mm. I couldn't, babe. Next time, put your booty up on me. Mm. Scoot that little thing, you know what I'm saying? Rub a little bit. You know how to get me, right? Oh, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you, say, while my husband said the same thing to me. <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not alone. That is funny. I'm not alone. So another um comment. Oh, oh man. So this morning, uh, Toya Jameson, I have posted uh, the a video um, with Steve Harvey and um, the lady that was an evangelist on there. Uh, she was just so happy to be on the show, and you know she is a survivor. I forgot what her illness was. Yeah. And the fact that I just love Steve Harvey, man. I did. Oh happy. snap! My bad, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Get off. Oh, sorry. I just love Steve Harvey and his genuineness. But that lady had passed away. Um, that was on his show, and Toya shared that that thing had just broke my heart, and I was yeah, watching man. the video, and uh. That one was just, I don't know. You guys can see it in the news feed. Another thing this week that was uh, had got a lot of comments, somebody posted about uh, Will and Jada. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure, and I said in the comments, I'm not sure if I actually all the way agree with the concept of your spouse isn't responsible, isn't responsible for your happiness. Well, I want to I wanna actually read it. Um Cause I I do actually I do want to talk about that a little bit just to just to give context to it. Um, and see we have all. heard um, we have heard it before. We have, and I just I don't know how to feel about it. Where is it at? I don't know where is that. No, just go to the actual. Uh, I can go to it. How can you go to it, babe? I'm right here. Oh, well, just go to the, you on the media. Just go to the feed. Oh, I got what you're saying. Yeah. Trying to make this thing work, y'all. There you go. All right. Well, your mouse is stupid. It is. All right. Will Smith said, her happiness is not my responsibility. She should be happy, and I should choose, and I should be happy individually. Then we come together and share our happiness. Giving someone a responsibility to make you happy 
when you can't do it for yourself is selfish. Okay. That it, that last sentence. sentence. That's yes. That that's, last sentence is where I think it provides the most clarity for me. Right. Because when you when he when he said giving someone a responsibility to make you happy when you can't do it for yourself is selfish. Yes. But absolutely because people cannot match your expectations all the time. They're humans, so they're not going to be able to give you exactly what you need 100% of the time. And if that's what you need just for you to be happy and that's your only source of happiness, then absolutely. And I'm with that. And I can get that. But the top part, taking away that last sentence, her happiness is not my responsibility. She should be happy and I should be happy individually. Then we come together and share our happiness. That that's the issue I have with it. That's the same with me too. Um, and we're just speaking from experience, and maybe our experience is different because we grew up together. Yes, and we didn't have, you know, a lot of people when they're older and they're getting in relationships, they have a lot of past relationship trauma. Right. And they have those types of things that move that thing from your face a little bit. Move it from my face. And they, you know, they have other things to bring into their relationship. And so with me and you being so young, being together. You know, we don't have all that trauma. The we, trauma we had mostly came from our relationship. Exactly. So, I, I'm, and sometimes I feel like we disqualify ourselves. When we be- say that? No, no. Be- because we didn't come together as adults with traumatic experiences. Mm-hmm. We actually went through our trauma. Each other when we wake up every day. Um, but, you know, I just, I, my happiness has been predicated on this woman since we were 15, man. She makes me happy. But you also have your individual happiness. Yes, I do. The things that I take pleasure in, um, I enjoy by myself, and I don't want her to be there with me. (laughs) I don't want her to do those things uh, with me. But there are a lot. But those things are small on the happiness scale for me. My primary happiness comes from when I am with you. Right. And what we enjoy together. So I just, I don't know how to feel about that. Y'all, if y'all want to add to this conversation again, you guys don't have to do it completely in the comments. You guys can call in 843-900-0314 if y'all want to be in the conversation vocally. Did I say that? Yeah, you said that right. And another thing is for me is that happiness is not, well, happiness is subjective on the individual. Right. right. And I think for me, having the understanding I have about love languages, um, different things make people happy and happiness is way differently depending on the individual. Okay. Like okay. you have some people, um, is it, let me say it this way. It's an internal and external form of happiness. Okay. And when your internal and external happiness comes together, you have whole happiness. That's the easiest way I can explain it. I like that. Like you have somebody that has um, who love language is words of affirmation. Them affirming them affirming themselves is not enough. That's mm-hmm. only one half of their happiness. Mm-hmm. If they have to be in a relationship with somebody that sees them and are able to articulate their value on a constant basis mm-hmm. for them to be able to have the external happiness. So when they have their internal happiness, when they say, man, I got this, Eva, you this, Eva, you that, you know, we can do anything. And then 
Eva has Jonathan that say, well, Eva, you're amazing. You're beautiful. You're this and that. You complete me. Boom, boom, boom. I have this affirmation that happens to be in my love language. Check. I'm happy. But when I'm in a relationship with you and I'm giving myself all the kudos because my internal happiness, because that's together like the bottom of will comment was and right Will's, we said it and then you have jonathan and he is taking away from my happiness it's not that he has control over my internal happiness it's his responsibility to provide what i need externally and I that's why we have a relationship that makes sense that that was a great breakdown yeah so that's why for me understanding how people operate and how we have you know we have an inside part of us which we can control but then like how your statement is when you love somebody, you extend that ability. Can you say your quote? Because I'm going to mess it up. Girl, what I said. <laughs> that, that love, when you love somebody, you give them the ability. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you know, love is giving someone the power to hurt you and hoping that they Maybe. won't use that power. Yeah. Um, so I am literally, I'm releasing the power for you to choose yeah to protect yeah. my love yeah and i'm trusting that you won't use that power based on you knowing how i am and what can get to me the most right because trust is essential in a relationship yes but that's but it's not enough for me just to trust myself right for that companionship i have to be able to trust you and extend that love yes so i guess for me that's why it's not that the person is responsible for your internal happiness but that person does add value externally to your happiness that's a fact and that's why i can't agree with that's why i did the little gift with the um the man hand like this <laughs> like and i, I understand that it. and then at the, at the end of the day he made that comment after somebody he was said hurt. that in the comments I yeah think it was he, made, he made that comment after he was hurt uh, by Jada based on that entanglement. No, with, it happened before, before that. Before Oh, because oh, if you have watched Red Table Talk, right? So they had different things going on in their marriage. Sorry, like sorry. any other marriage, you know, you just go through things because <coughs> you're learning how to do life together. Mm -hmm. And at some moments, you don't want to do life together. or You mm -hmm. want to do life a different way. But, you know, Will was buying, he bought her this house. He bought her everything. He had this idea of what his he wanted his family to be. And he wanted Jada to fit the mold. And Jada didn't really want all that. Jada didn't really want to be a wife. She didn't want to be the, the happy family that Will was longing for coming from a broken home. Right. So, therefore, they did things to each other out of their hurt and pain and he understood that jada his happiness had to is different from jada's happiness and they give each other the space to do you know to be happy and still have this what he call it what what they call a marriage um a life life a partnership. partnership because they understand they're going to always do life together but they can't control each other's happiness right because they have two different approaches and two things and that works for them yes and then that's great for them but you see they don't allow different things than did in different i guess infidelity or hurt they're able to withstand those things with each other because they understand that at the end of the day, no matter happen, we coming back home. So, but yeah, most people can't live their relationships with that understanding. I told, I told a couple, and sorry for cutting you off, babe, but no, I told okay. a couple of my coworkers that because uh, they were like, everybody thought that Will and Jada was the pinnacle and relationship goals and I this still and that. Think they are. And I said that they are. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> he looked, he stopped, and he looked at me, and 
I was like, bro, they are. They have gotten to a pinnacle that I would have wished that me and Evil would get to and stay on because we tend to think that we're the same, um, you know. But hopefully that we, hoping that we don't have to go through everything they went through mm. to actually get to that. But I would have hoped that every relationship would set their standards in, in that in that place that Will and Jada did. Like, bro, we love each other at the end of the day, period. And you have to leave room for the what ifs like we constantly say. And what if something that you have not predicted while y'all were in y'all honeymoon phase uh, eventually happens in year seven or year eight or year 10? Why? Uh, why wouldn't it be enough for you to say, well, we love each other enough to uh, to stick it out, to work it out, because we came in this thing knowing that, you know, we, the love love was going to transcend all. And although that love was interrupted by this hurt, the hurt does not weigh more than the love initially when we came in. So I just would hope that people would have developed that understanding. That understanding is always going to change, too, because we all have different thresholds in our relationships. And as we do relationships based on who we are, our personality profile, you know, all of that changes how we approach people in relationships. And it also predicates how we extend mercy to one person and not another another, based on how we're built up in the empathy and the sympathy we see, the attachment, the attraction, all that play a part in how you live life and live love through that with that individual. You get what I'm saying? I know I get exactly what you're saying. So why do you think it is that people uh, would have say, well, if that happens, I'm not going through that. Or if this uh, happens, that's, that's not going through that. that's their threshold at the moment. Okay, because they're looking at it from, like, if I have to make this decision right now, no feelings included, you know, I don't love that person, you know, I'm not, they're, they're making it a, an objective decision, right? That decision don't come subjective until they're in the middle of it. Got you. And that's when the situation changed. It's like saying, I don't know what I'm, you you don't know what you're capable of doing until you're actually in it. Right. I get it. Because you're not accounting for your emotions, your feelings, you know, the anxiety, you know, the, you know, the new vision that you've had. You're not, you're not counting all those factors. You're making a raw statement based on that moment where you are. That makes sense. That makes perfect sense. Um, uh, so TT said opinion. My spouse can supplement my happiness, but he is not solely responsible for it. Happiness is an individual responsibility. Agree with Will. I agree with Will in that concept. And I do. It, it is your internal happiness is individual, but somebody can impose on your happiness externally. Yes. You know, for example, you can be happy with your beauty. You know. I can be like, oh, I'm beautiful, you know. I'm oh, like amazing. like the woman that says she was a six. Okay, she really was a two. Okay, we can go back to her. <laughs> <laughs> externally, she was a two, bro. Ex- externally, y'all hate on me right say now. She's a two. She was a two. But she for, lucky I gave her a two. Okay, but you external. Okay, and and you're you thinking she's a two? Ain't stopping that lady from making her money. Ain't stopping that yep. lady from being great. Ain't stopping her. Her happiness is her. If she's content with being as six, oh my god, that's her right to feel. Man, that I way. wish I had a my sound Hush. effects. It's her way to be that way. It's it's her. That's her internal. You have nothing to do with that. Okay, well, <laughs> whatever. Number one, I'm going to say this, a jump. When we talk about this woman, I am offended. So I'm always going to talk trash 
when we I talk about those women. It's because it's the idea of the average man not being enough. And she is, to me, the epitome of what a lot of women are. And it is disheartening What's her love to language? hear that. That's a blanket statement. What's her love language? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know what exactly. you, you know what all I need to know at this moment? She wants a specific type of man, which mm -hmm. means she wants love. And with that attitude okay, but why? of arrogance, I just don't understand but why. why. Why what? Why does she feel that way? Because she feels, okay, because women have a certain level of entitlement. Why? Because y'all crazy. No, that's not the answer. Okay, what's the answer then? I'm just, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. You're making this judgment. And you're making how you feel about it, but you're not. No, no, I know what I feel. Yeah. I want to know what you what the real is. I don't know. You have to ask her. That's why I'm asking why. Because Okay, she represents what the majority uh, ideas of these women are. I'm a boss. I got my money. I see myself as a prize, a dime, whatever you want to call yourself. I and share it, her views, bro. At the no, but it's unrealistic. It does not fit views. a world, a real world paradigm How? for you guys to see yourself in that light. Why? So if she thinks that she's happy with her unrealistic How views, is it unrealistic? because you, she don't live in a world by herself. What other people say so about you, you does her, matter. So you controlling her happiness. Yeah. How? Because my I thought happiness is the individual responsibility. Man, as much as I think, as as good looking as I think I am in my mind, if I have a woman tell me to my face, Jonathan, you are ugly. That's one woman, babe. That hurts. Other women, <laughs> out of other women that may think you a ten. Yeah, whatever. What there? The the women that think I'm a ten are few far in between than the average woman that can be honest with me and say, John, ten. On a scale, we were one two. to ten, right? You were two, bro. That would crush me. Now, in my mind, I mean, because You're responsible babe, for your happiness. regardless of what people say, how the opinions of others matter. That is why people are very cautious That's with it. what they say and how they appear, and because they understand that people's opinions are going to set them back or push them forward. That goes back to my point of internal and external. That's an we're, absolute fact. We're relational beings. Facts. We need both components. Facts. That's all I was getting at. That's a dream. fact. But also, in you being external to the situation, it is wise of you to only make statements when you have a better view of who that person is. Got you. Because, you know. Got you. You don't have the full picture. That, I you got just, you. You just walking past. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm offended by that woman, man. Ain't no need for you to be. No, I am. I am offended by that woman. Uh, I, I hope y'all don't get off when I when I go on my little tangent, but... You know, the dude asked him, Kevin Samuel, which y'all are sick of, he asked her, well, why, why, is, why is it hard for you to accept the fact that you may be, you know, just enough for an average guy? She said, well, I don't want an average guy. I'm an average guy. So she don't want you. That's why you upset. Yeah. And no, but there's a, there's a lot more men like me that are Aww. average. Babe, okay. Okay. Don't uh, patronize me right now. I'm you sorry. you know what I mean because but I have my if, wife. Are you going to focus? I'm about to say, are you going to focus on the woman that the woman that does? I'm speaking for the the men that are like me though. If I feel this way so and Bryce, I'm taking, like... <laughs> I know how they feel and like and calling her out her name. I don't say nothing. You know, I'll call her out her name. So y'all feel But the insulted. audacity! It is an insult for you to say, knowing how you appear to the public, oh. that you're too good for an average man. So man... she's opposing on average men's happiness. Yes, that's a fact. It's okay, so a man can go to work, do what he's supposed to do. He won't. He's he's not. You know, 
the GQ man of the year, but he's also, you know, he's a good looking guy. He makes a average decent looking guy. Good. I say good. Average is good. You have good, great, and excellent. Which one is he? Nah, and then you got the little in between. He's a good looking guy. Okay. So he goes to work. He makes a decent living. He he plays by the rules, follows the rules, morals, values, not perfect. What is that in but on the list? Great. See, and that's my Everybody don't look for all that. Oh my god, I hate that so bad because I hear this all the time. Women will say, "Well, ain't no good guys, ain't ain't no good guys out here." Or where the men at? Or what? what, Based on what they want. But then when you have these, to me, she set women back. She set us back. She set y'all back. 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 Back to where? Back to men saying that's why y'all need to just be barefoot and pregnant. Dang. That's that's Speak. how insulting her words were. Mm. And we're trying to eliminate this misogyny of ideals that men have perpetuated for years. And for you to make a comment that that vast of you saying that you're too good for an average guy makes a man like me saying, well, cook clean and shut your mouth Dang. because the audacity of you. To think that you're above a guy that is not a 10 in your eyes. She just wanted her financial Whatever, bro. But we're we're trying to break down the walls of misogyny to give women an opportunity to fight the the uh the IG model or and and fight the the model approach. Like not every woman's gonna be that. Some a lot of women have baggage. A lot of women will bring relation to the relationship. And that's what Kevin Samuel was trying baggage. to say, but yeah. he was not tactful. No, he wasn't. And at the end of the day, with that being said, if we are trying to abolish the misogyny and the views that men have carried, you would have to do your job as well and say, like, you know what? I have my own version of an IG man. I want a man to make six figures. I want him, you know, have a big pipe. I want him to. I mean, I wish I could be raw. I want to, I want to, but the kids in the other room, I want to, I want a man to, to be fine, have a six figure income, you know, have his own house. That is our version of what an IG model is. I get that. I agree. So if we're breaking down that stereotype, y'all got to do the same thing, Mm. man. Man. Danielle said, I just think there is a breakdown in communication between single affluent women and actual available men. You sound like you want to say something on the, on the call. I, I I think we I think you eight four three nine zero 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 three one four. That is great. That is great. That is absolutely great. There is a breakdown. And and, and and I think a part of that breakdown is a lot of offense, like how you like how Jonathan was just stating. Yeah, I'm offended. Is because because she is affluent, because she has made it, because she's, you know, to a certain status. So the lady says she made six figures. And she wasn't, to my understanding, she wasn't like a hundred thousand. I think she was maybe two plus in her six figures. And she wanted a man that was her equal and she wanted the status and an average man, you know, in America, you know, the average income is like 40 something thousand dollars a year. She didn't want that. And she, in her description, she didn't include character, family oriented, somebody that would love my son, like, cause she has a kid. She didn't say any of that. It was about how Jonathan described her version of an IG model status for her. But when a man so, prides himself on bringing to the relationship money and then uses that 
as the plumb line of why you were supposed to stay in a woman's place will look at the money I bring, then you guys are, are lean on. Well, it, it takes more than just money. Nah, Y'all crazy, be, bro. Most, most, Yo, most women can be now, pause, pause, pause. I told Evil one time when we were having these conversations with uh, Va uh, Venus versus Mars, I said, boy, if I had the heart, I'd been gay. <laughs> I remember that. Pause, pause, pause. So you didn't have to deal with women. So I wouldn't have to deal with women <laughs> because you guys are so stressful and to a man so confusing that it almost makes you not want to deal with you. Really now. I'm telling you, bro. And I didn't mean to be offensive if I was, but I was just trying to make a a statement. I didn't take I know what you were saying. Yeah, like I really it's like Jesus Christ. And just like how on uh my wife and kids, when he was making a joke to his son and he said that, and his son was like, Well, uh, well, Dad, you know, why aren't you? He said, Cuz son, somebody somebody gotta lay down. <laughs> <laughs> and I Somebody got lead up. I lit. <laughs> <laughs> Danielle say, just like a lot of guys are very forward oh, about how Christ. they want their women to look and present themselves, and in their in in reality, there are a lot of regular women. And I think that's why you said that men have to tear down their misogynistic views. That's why we. That's why we're doing like the movements. In the man, in the especially the black male community, even though we don't get a whole lot of credit, the movements are really out here, man. Y'all trying, you know, and it it got so bad that the the simp language is being used. What simp language? Simp, boy, you a simp? That means simple. No, it means that you're you pander to women. You're soft. You're emotional, like we were supposed to be talking about developing emotional intelligence. You're taking a view, the sides of the woman, you know, all the misogynistic views. Uh. So you get called a simp. I got called a simp a few times. They call you a simp? Yeah, man. Man, why they call you a simp? Because I invest in developing my emotional intelligence, which is unheard of for a black man at that. Mm, or any man. Or any you, man. I don't think that's exclusive to uh, race. Well, no, no. I the, the reason why I say is because black men usually get deemed aggressive. Oh, okay. I'm with you. You see what I'm saying? Danielle said, oh, good point, Jonathan. Many of us women have become the men we think we want. Whew. Go ahead. That girl was deep. Hold on, you hold on. give her an applause or something. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's your second or third applause. I keep telling you to call in. <laughs> but, but no yeah, that <laughs> that is many of us women have you know what that's a gut check for me God, oh preach on it it is you know um my i'm about I, to enjoy this sermon boy please it's gonna be really <laughs> short um my ambition is driven you know when somebody asks me why i go so hard you know i give really surface answers you know i just want to do this i have these types of goals and that but if you peel back the layers and we get into a deep conversation or i'm in one of those spaces where i'm like talking you know straight out um i desire <laughs> this gonna sound so bad oh so go ahead and go ahead and set the precursor go ahead and what's the precursor before you make it sound bad, go ahead and dispel whatever it's going to sound like. Oh, dispel something like? Because um, I'm sitting right here. I don't know. 
I don't know how to do that with this one. But I just know I wanted to be what, in case my man can't be what I need, I want to be able to be what I need. Is that an easy way to say it? I got you. Yes. So if I want money and I need to get money, I need to be able to get that without him. You know, if I need, if because I desire status and Jonathan doesn't want status, then I'm waiting on him for that. You know, and, you know, that's what drives my ambition because I have things, even though we are a couple, we try to make moves together, but there are certain things that I want that Jonathan doesn't want. And if he doesn't want it, then I'm going to go get it. Hence, just, just a a simple example. I want to travel. I want to do things. I want to go places. Jonathan has no desire to go. He may want to go to Santorini, Greece. I have places. I have destination locations I want to go there. to. But me going to go see a mountain and just looking and gazing at it, he doesn't want to do that. <laughs> you know, when I want to go travel just to see a friend and sit in her house all day and talk and laugh and maybe eat dinner, he don't see the purpose of that. You know, I want to be able to fund my own things that I want to do and go. I want to be what my man may can't or choose not to be. And I don't want to shorten my life with things that I want to do waiting on him. And that's just that. I feel you. I feel you. So, so, so. And you can I, do that. I understand. Many of us women have you, become. You, you want to go. we think we want. Oh, man. That's so dangerous. That is. That's that's very dangerous because as much as we want to continue to work to evolve as men, y'all just don't see the need to work as hard as we are trying to work. The black men don't move. The black men don't cheat movement. The you know, the misogynistic um, bringing that wall down movement, us being coined simps because we're trying to develop emotional intelligence. But y'all like, so many areas doing that to y'all. We not calling y'all simps. I, I understand mean, that, but that's but, but but again, that's still pressure we're fighting fighting for uh against. But you know, it just always seemed like we gotta do a lot more work when it comes to uh being in a, what we need to be for you guys in a relationship. And when it comes to y'all doing work, it's just either y'all say we are not going to do that. We don't feel like we have to do that. Or y'all just playing out. Don't do it. That's not true. Babe, I'm well, telling you. I'm a, telling you, bro. People, yes, we do. As a body of women, we do. But I have make it intentional. You don't think so? Intentional do what? Like, okay, hold on. Before I go there, Marcus said, I need some more explanation on the last statement. He said, if he don't want it. How do you know you compatible? Hmm. Okay. Hmm. You want to take this one? Uh, no, because I really don't understand what he's saying. Oh, for me. You and people just did that? No. You know, usually. I understand usually, what he's saying. Usually when people don't understand, they do that. They'd be like, hmm. <laughs> That's not true because you make that sound when you like really get in deep thought. But yeah, I understand true. what he's saying because I want to make moves and I want to do things that you don't necessarily want to do. Then how do I know we are compatible? Got you. To me, compatibility is a choice. That's just simple for me. And the reason why compatibility is a choice Okay, let me not say it's just a yeah, choice. Yeah, but I was about okay. to let you finish. No, like... I'm going to finish it. But to me, compatibility is a choice because you can grow and evolve the way you want to if you want a relationship to work with somebody. And I guess from a woman speaking, us women are moldable, pliable. We are, if we find something in a man that we want or, or we feel as though he's the man for us, most of us women would do whatever for a man we trust. So that's why I'm saying compatibility is a choice. And then you had these women saying, I ain't changed 
I was one of the women that said I wasn't changing for no man, and because and I changed for a man. Yeah, but this man had to fight. Yeah, you and did have a, to whoa, fight, but, but this... I still changed though. Oh, 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 are we getting a call? Is that somebody? That... Oh, oh. Call from Marcus. Oh, that's Marcus. To accept, press one. Marcus, my brother. What's going on, my guy? Man, good morning, both of y'all. Good morning. Uh, first of all, thank you for calling in. You are literally our first caller on the Yay. podcast live. Let me go ahead and give that round of applause because <laughs> this is amazing. Growth and evolution. So you calling in to give a little more context to what you said? Marcus. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So uh, just so you guys are aware, uh, Big John, you know Tay. I got Tay here with me. What up, uh, brother? You know, we shooting the gift on a Sunday morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my big thing is is that uh, if you guys don't have certain things that you're uh, that you like doing together, and you guys are you know two separate entities, how do you know that you're compatible to be with each other if the thing that you want to go see and want to go do he has no enjoyment in doing or he can't make himself come to a realization of okay i'm doing this and i'm going to make the most of it because i love my wife you, you want to go i get it um for us brother because i know we we have to compromise more than they do this is an argument we have all the time but i'm gonna always stand firm on this men are always going to have to compromise and give more of what you're trying to explain if our wife wants to do it, we got to eat crud and do it to make her happy. And we do that more. Yeah, 100%, it, and that's a, 100%, that's a and fact. Thing, and, and one of the big things that I try to get through with my wife is that men as a whole don't get as much appreciation for their ability to forgive as a woman does. You get what I'm saying? Because we have to eat crow at least once every day, twice a week, you know, a, a lot of the times. But they always say that women are more forgiving than men. But men will, uh, we will forgive and forget. But women, on the other hand, they don't like to forgive and forget, from it my personal experience. It depends on what we're forgiving and forgetting, I think. is because we're eating crow it's it's all it's gonna be hard language but it's, it's borderline offensive to what we like doing so because we have to sit back and suppress how we feel about it and then turn the other cheek and then repeat that same energy again when you guys want to do something we don't want to we're constantly finding ourselves of being stepped on and forgiving you for making us do it stepped on forgiving you for making us do it but when it comes to you guys doing the same thing you don't reciprocate that same energy as easily as we do it you know i think that's perception okay but 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 you know that's just my point of view so about it. so brother let me ask you a question so how how often if we you know if we're looking at it you know as even as we can how often do you find yourself doing things that your wife wants to do versus you asking her to do what you want her to do uh i'm gonna say if we had to do a ratio yeah i'd say about five to one Every every every. Does five she know you don't like to do it? Do 
Does she know? Yeah, does she know whatever she's asking of you, you really don't want to do it? It's always, let, let's water it down and make it not seem like it's uh, a really big deal. And then you, you make it seem like I'm not really crazy, but, you know, I'm, I'm uh, awkward for not, you know, wanting to do things like that. You know, but it's not a large, like, manipulation. It's simply that for the things that I want to do, I express I want to do them, you don't want to do it, and I'm like, okay. And I'm, I forget it. But if I don't want to do something that you want to do. Give a counter offer. Do you give a, a counter, counter offer? Do you be like, well, I'm going to do it this time, but next time I'm going to need you to do this, do this with me or let me do this. Do you present that? So this is... Uh... 2021 and i'm reciprocating the same energy all this year so if you don't do it to me i'm not gonna do it to you. <laughs> yes i, I love that i love i love that but i really do understand what you're saying because me i had to get there as a woman there we and go i'm still working on that and um so to answer your first question I do think it's like I was trying to say, it's a choice for us women and we have that choice. Rather, we want to give up ourselves more and we don't. Like Jonathan was trying to say, I was very hard in our relationship and I wasn't bending for nobody, not him. And I always had an entitlement of wanting more from him and I didn't want to do certain things and simple things, just some things that I just didn't feel like doing. But as I learned and grew in love and, and understanding him, I became more compromising, more understanding, and then we set up certain boundaries that I have a hard time following. That from a conversation, brother, and I would I would uh, urge you to continue to fight for you you to be heard and understand. But it's so a love language barrier. It, it is, but yeah. it all ha it all stems from having serious conversations without taking offense. Uh, without letting the uh, energy get too high where it becomes toxic. Uh, babe, I love you, but I need you to hear me. Uh, I don't like how I give myself up to what you want to do and you don't reciprocate those things. And I would like there to be boundaries set that if I give, then you have to do the same thing because we're in it as a, as a partnership and as a teamwork and I can't give more than Man. you are willing to give. Basically. You see what I'm saying? You you just and it's gonna be hard, man. It is. It and is I, gonna be hard. It's it is because I when Jonathan when we started like having those hard conversations because number one I wasn't used to not having my way and I kind of blame Jonathan for that at, at a little bit is because because he always used to give in to me I expect him to give in to me and when Jonathan started putting up like no I'm not doing that or no I'm not I would I just be ready to fight because it's like how dare you not tell me yeah. but once we made it through and I understood him as somebody that you know want his individuality for someone that's you know not a bad thing but sensitive I have to honor and respect him as a person before I can properly honor him and respect him as a husband and I think some people miss that. Some of us wives are more cur cur courteous to people in the street who we don't know and come home and treat our men in the house as trash. Talk and that. that's one. Another thing is like we were supposed to talk about like the work husbands and things like that, that we 
you know, lend ourselves to, but then, you know, give our husbands a hard time. But I really think it's a communication issue. It's an entitlement issue. And it's something that she has to work on in her development of learning how to give mm. in a different way. Well, that, what that makes sense, brother. Is he still there? Marcus, you still there? Oh, did we lose him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm here. Hold on. My man's got a question for you. All right, okay. go ahead. All right, so my question, because you all had, uh, you talked about uh, sensitivity. From a male's and a woman's um, perspective, how do you all define a man as being sensitive? In a keyword, just showing love. <laughs> yeah, no, and being, uh, being a human being. Yeah. The, the issue with this toxic masculine culture that I talk about a lot, especially with dealing with myself, we, uh, we have four daughters and one boy. And if I am not emotionally stable and emotionally intelligent to know that it's not just about how tough I can be and how about how firm I can be and being able to not be afraid to be vulnerable and afraid to tap into that so I can be emotionally responsive for my wife and for my daughters and even for my son, then I can continue to perpetuate this stereotype of misogyny that I literally know that is destroying men, period tapped off shut off my way highway and you're toxic as a man is not what we need to be if we're going to curate uh you know emotionally strong young men and young women and even us being emotional and uh, emotionally vulnerable with each other i'm not saying and dang i'm here here it is me being misogynistic again I'm not saying to be a punk. <laughs> I know I'm, I'm not saying to always cry and you know and be overly sensitive. I'm not but saying some that. People is necessary. But not being afraid to when needed and when necessary. I don't like men actually following falling into that stereotype of always being soft because they show emotion. And then it doesn't help when women perpetuate the stereotype be like, "Oh, oh he's soft." Like what? I don't want no soft man. I don't want no simp. I don't. What? I you so you want a thug to choke you and hit you and slap you? Is some, that what you want to? Some of them do. No, nah, and and but that's the, that's the problem. So not only do we need to continue the work, we need you guys to support our efforts and how and how it's growing emotionally intelligent. Um, sensitivity is so key to different aspects of a relationship. I don't think people understand. If you're not sensitive, then you cannot communicate properly. If mm. you're not sensitive, then you cannot love. If you're not sensitive, you cannot show empathy or concern. Mm. You know, you can't touch. You know, it's like the feeling kind of thing. You know, we right. are feelers. And you have to be sensitive to the touch to almost every dynamics or everything around you in that person. So if you're not sensitive, having, you know, having that keen ability to see the unseen, then you are most likely emotionally abusive. You're most likely, you know, not fulfilling the need of the other individual. You can't give of yourself because if you're not sensitive to the things that's going on inside of you and being able to articulate that, then you cannot be sensitive to the needs of your person that you're with and be able to give them what they need to. So sensitivity is about more than just being like crying or emotional or whining. Sensitivity is really the heart of communication, mm. the heart of being tactful, the heart of, you know, tuning into that person's energy. Mm. And like Jonathan and I have got to the point whereas Jonathan can walk in the door and I can feel him. 
Yeah. Like that's a fact. Or he could feel. And when I say feel him, I mean like, oh boy, this Jonathan mad. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, or whatever. And then, and how I can feel it is that he is he is emotionally available to be able to express it. There's no wall. So when he come in my presence, I can sense, okay, oh, you got good energy today. You right. must have had a good day. Right. But it, it requires both of our senses to be on so we can properly communicate. If John had come in the house and I sense, because he made his senses available, Right. That he is angry that I'm not about to come slap him in the back of his head because I know that's not the time. (laughs) But if you're not sensitive, meaning both of us, if Jonathan isn't allowing that emotion to come through, rather seen or I mean, rather you articulate or not. And then I'm not emotionally trying to feel like what his mood is like. I'm not inquiring. Then that starts barriers. And we dealt a lot. We with did. that because I couldn't feel you because you were guarded. Right. And then I was all over the place so you couldn't feel me. So we'll be like, man, you tripping. You know, you yeah, always what's wrong with yeah, you. Yeah, it was like we couldn't feel each but, other. But but I was raised not to be that. Yeah. Man, when I when I would uh, cry as a young boy or I was uh you know got called sensitive or you know real men don't cry, I would uh, <laughs> I would always fight you know, if I look soft or whatever kind of emotion that appeared soft, I got that beat out of me. So here I am as a grown man and as a husband now and being in t- a father now being told that it's OK to show emotion. Like, How do I do that? How do I do that? So I had to journey to find out how to do that. And she had to make sure that she created a safe space. That's after I worked on myself. My, we were right. working on ourselves at the same time. Facts. Because we invested in tools, man. Like, we studied personality types. We yeah. studied love languages. We right. started, like, reading of how can we, you know, how can we better perfect this art Study of love. Study a hint of numerology. Yeah, and- just trying to understand us as, you know, spiritual beings, people. Facts. How we can tune in with one another. And then that just helped us evolve. So we went on that long rant, brother. Did that Sorry. make sense? Went left. <laughs> Y'all still left? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, man, hey, listen, I appreciate y'all calling in, man. Thank y'all. Thank you. Y'all are first callers. I give y'all another round of applause. Man, throw y'all cash app in the group real quick. Yeah, yeah. Throw that in there so we can show some love to y'all, Thank man. Thank you for, for being, being our first caller. Alright, thank you so much. <laughs> thank y'all. I see y'all at work. Right. Love. Hey, so good. yo, that was amazing. So, um, oh, we missed a few comments. Yeah, we met. Go, go to them comments real quick, real quick. Okay, hi, Taiwana. Ty, what up, yo? Yes, and you can't have individuality. Yeah, and that's what I was going. Um, Jonathan and I are different. <laughs> He's on one end of the spectrum, and I'm on another. Different ain't even a word. What is it? I'm gonna be honest with you. What? When you really break us down on paper, on paper, from our we personality are types, we're not compatible. not compatible whatsoever. Like, <laughs> like without personality types, it says that. <laughs> like he is. She is actually the person I'm not supposed to be with. Exactly, <laughs> based on that breakdown, and I have. only works if you are completely honest you know answer the questions not what you want to be or wish you would thank you but answer the questions of which you see yourself at as now so jonathan is an extrovert he is intuitive i'm a thinker he's a thinker and i'm a judge and he's a judger i am the 
most hardest person to, to deal, with, deal with to love and that is what with. they said <laughs> no, i'm saying that that's what they said it just made sense when they said it yeah <laughs> and i am i don't even much remember the name that they gave me but i am an introvert naturally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i am sensing mm-hmm. so i'm not as intuitive mm-hmm. and i am a feeler and jonathan <laughs> offends me a lot um, and, but right. I am also a J and I think by us both having that J is what saves us at the end of the day, it does. but we only got that one thing that helps us, but we are very, you know, we have, I'm, uh, my temperament, I am kind of a phlegmatic. I up and down, like yes, you are. at one moment I'm happy. I like to be honest after these lives, I go by myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need a break. I need to, you know whatever my temperament is up and down i can be fine one minute flip the next second jonathan is pretty consistent i am he he doesn't like changes he don't like how often i change up but we just learn to deal with each other so we have our own individuality but we know how to come together we do well and we're still learning how to even come together even better because we wake up and choose each other every day that's it like bro y'all people make these relationships more harder than what they really have to be bro just choose your partner and learn your partner if you it has to be something that drew you to them right before you knew all the things that you did not like about them it was something that drew you to them Mm -hmm. learn that or let that be your focus yeah and don't lose that as you learn the things that you don't like about them and the things you do like just concentrate on that. I love this woman from us being friends. Just her as a person. Her. And that is what always draws me back when we have rough patches. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Teenage Eva walks on the beach. Nights sitting in the car talking. Hours on the phone dreaming. Me falling asleep listening to her reading her AP history lessons to me. <laughs> Sharing our our secrets with each other, our fears, our ambitions, our goals, all those things were once there. That, those were the things that made me fall in love with her. They're still there. Mm-hmm. Just right now, we may be off. Mm-hmm. I may don't like that she leaves her cut up lemons on the counter. But I explained to you why this morning, and it makes sense. I I don't like that she procrastinates sometimes. Like getting ready for the podcast. Like getting ready for the podcast, and here we are, fifteen minutes. I'm having to be on, and I'm like, why are you not here? Right. And then I just was happy, and And, you were frustrated. She's singing. She's happy. (laughs) You need to hurry up, and I'm mad, and she's ignoring me. So those little things do not distract me from all the bigger pictures. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you, man. What else we got? Danielle said reciprocating energy without discussion is petty. I think it is too. You got to communicate. That's a, that's a fact. She she made that that comment when uh, the brothers were on the phone, but some people, you just got to start. Once you tell them, you just got to show them. Yeah. Because Jonathan do that to me a few times. I sure do. There's like cause <laughs> and you got to do it to you too. Mean what you say, say what you mean. Yeah. You know. Uh, Danielle said yes. The talk is necessary. With without it, those married men. men be out here telling us single women all about it. I believe it. <laughs> hmm <laughs> Speak on it, Danielle. She said, I'm, "Come on with the sense I'm I'm gonna I'm need you to get Come the on hold on pause. Mm-hmm. So, Danielle, I'm gonna need you to get the courage. To call. To call. <laughs> Maybe not on this one, 
But there's going to, I need, we need to have some talk. <laughs> I, I, I need your, your stories because you're not wrong at all. No, she's not. Um, Tyquana said, I'm going through the scenario right now. I have opened my senses, but he is guarded and it is pushing me away further than having me put up my guard, put my guard. Mm. I understand that. So, um, have you tried and I'm pretty sure you have, but I I don't want to assume, but have you actually tried to have a conversation? He got to be ready. So what happens when you have the conversation with him to ask, why are you so guarded? What happens? That's what I want to know. He got to be ready to share. I tell you that much. Um, yeah. So you ain't going to call in. We got to talk offline about that some more. I, if you don't want to talk on the podcast, you don't want to, you don't have to Maybe we, but I do want to talk to you to follow up with that because I would, I would really like to, Get more context um, with that. Um, yes, he calls up. He says nothing. God, been there. I just, I, I get it. I, 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 <laughs> I, I understand it all too well. And it's very uncomfortable to talk. It's very, un- we're not, we're not programmed to, we're not programmed to release anything. It's keeping everything in. Cause once you release it, you're punk, bro. It's like, yeah, no, the, the F word is, is offensive now, so I can't really say it. Babe, I told him I had him at the podcast after the podcast. Oh, I was about to cash out him now before I forget. No, 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 no. We got him after the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if Demarcus, if you still on, tell Tay to put his cash app in the comments, too. We want to hit y'all up, both of y'all. I got Demarcus on. Sis, you can't you can't be over it. I, we need to have a conversation. If, if you feel like talking, call in now. You can get both of us, and we can add context to the conversation for our listeners to actually be able to, to take in from this. Or you can call us, and we can talk after it. I don't want you to be over it, man, because if it can work, it's going it to take work. work with anybody. It's going to be, be like that with anybody, though, man. It's but just work. the key is the person got to be willing. That's a fact. And you have a right to your threshold. If you say, hey, you know, I'm going to give this another two days, and that two days is up, you're not obligated. That's true. You know, because people have you like the other post we talked about last time. That girl been waiting for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember she said 10 years, three kids later, she was waiting to be married. You know, you just have to be on the same page with people. And some people and sometimes getting on the same page is a lot harder when you got all this trauma, hurt, you mm. know, the emotional mm. pain. That page is a little heavy to turn. So people aren't ready and then you know everybody don't have the patience to wait for you to turn that page because their life is moving forward and you ain't the only one you not dang bro you know some people believe in the idea of soulmates i think someone becomes your soulmate i yeah, think I don't, anybody can come any, soulmate. anybody can become because we're energy beings and yeah. you don't know exactly how your energy is going to respond to somebody when you in your presence mm-hmm. Uh, there, there have been people that I, that I know that have become instantly attracted to each other from first sight, no words. Soulmates got more to do, got, is more than attraction. It is. It's, it's how you connect to that person's soul, period. And you can do that instantly or you can do that over time, but it's about you choosing that person. Cause I guarantee you the person you feel like is your soulmate right there at that moment is going to be your biggest frustration as time (laughs) goes on. (laughs) <laughs> I, I I guarantee you I'll put my whole check on that. Give it some time. They're going to be the biggest pain in your teeth behind. Mm-hmm. Our kids in another room. 
Um, <laughs> you know, they, they really will. Um, so you can't just think that that person is going to erase everything or they're coming. And once you find that, then you, you, you hit goal. Cause once you find that goal, you still got to break that goal down. Boy, Thanks. I'm about to go. You hear it? Mm -hmm. You got to break the goal down, mm -hmm. make sure that there's no contaminants in it mm -hmm. so that you can get a raw product. That's right. But you have to break it down first. And that goes both ways. You have to break down the hardships of the relationship that both you guys bring to it. And that comes with you talking about past traumas, hurt, fears, being vulnerable, open, candid. But it takes two people to be able to do that. Thanks. And that is why we believe so hard, hard that sometimes we all need help and we're willing to actually be that. Y'all, if y'all on this and for anybody who's watching this afterwards, we are here open and available. We do not have our coaching services up to be able to charge. So y'all better take this advantage while y'all got it. I don't know why you be put that out there. Why not? <laughs> y'all better take this advantage when y'all got it, because I'm telling you, y'all can't see our vision board, but our vision board is in view site right now. It and our is. coaching services are on there. Once we get this thing where it needs to be, then this is going to paid services. But for right now, Take advantage. Call us, man. Uh, hit us up on Messenger. If you got our number, hit Texas, and we can set up a time to talk. And hopefully your partner will be interested in doing it because it's work, bro. It's definitely it's work. work. Now, let me pause here. It's Sunday. Y'all know our story. We used to be religious. We hung our marriage on God. <laughs> you about to speak on it? Very laughable. I'm going to sit back and let you. You sit back all you want let to. Let my shoulder rest real quick. It's laughable. The hot, one of the highest divorce rates are in the church right now, currently. While we were in it, before we got out, 2015, 2016, it was at 70%. I can only imagine how much more higher it is now. And the reason why we understand the amount of work that it takes in offering an alternative to church and God to maintain your marriage is because it does not work like everybody makes it feel and believe that it works. It's subjective. It's, it's subjective because people live in pretense and religion. So as much as you Facts. think you're raw and candid and open and fighting through things, you're hiding and lying because you do not want to be exposed for the liar you are. Facts. That's the only way to heal a marriage is to be 100% candid and raw about who you are without the crutch of religion. And without the crutch of you saying that, oh, God got it. No, you take it. That's right. <laughs> what you putting a burden on him for when you're equipped to take it yourself? You're creating his image and likeness already, right? Do the work, brother. Do the work, sister. And stop using that as a crutch. I'm so, I'm, I was over it when I was in it. And I'm more over it now. You know what? The reason why I went to religion Jesus was because I was trying to save my marriage. Yes. We were, we, we were we, 19. We, we were done. We done. Like it was over. It was. I we I I could going in the hoodwink. Oh yeah, we going in the hoodwink. I we we was on the borderline of hating one another. Mm -hmm. That's how strong the dislike was. Clem was there, and we talk. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we 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 talk about this in Hoodwink, which uh, February twenty eighth. <laughs> Go ahead and pre order if you haven't already. We talk about it, and that's why we went there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and we thought that it was all good. We thought that it was all great. But what we did is what we saw other people model before us, and that was pretentiousness. And we fell right into it. 
There was no other way to live in it. It was no other way, and we were dying being there because we didn't find ourselves being whole and healed because guess what? After we took off the cloak of religion, all those things that we were hiding from that made us go into it resurfaced all over again. Sure it did. And guess what we didn't have to lean on anymore? Religion. Religion. We ain't have God. We ain't had a church. We ain't had prayer partners. No, we had we God. Have, I'm we sorry. just didn't have church. Church. And sorry. we didn't have traditions. And we didn't sorry. have cliches. And we didn't sorry. have the support group. We didn't have everybody laying hands on us. And we didn't have all the accolades and the pomp and Thank circumstance that, that came with religion. So it just was us and the godlike energy that's around us to deal with who we were. And we had to fight and work to find if if we really still loved each other and still wanted to be in this thing. Yeah, because we were only staying together because it was the right thing to, to do. do. And we didn't want to go to hell. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Let's just be honest about it. And divorce is not condoned and it's frowned upon. So we couldn't get out. But we still had the same things that were painting us from the from the initial point of, our, of entry into religion. Man, listen. You do the work can't use religion as a crutch and you can't be afraid of what you will reveal when you stop being pretentious period Thanks. i'm sorry for going on a tangent but that's why we're here mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the whole point of me saying mm-hmm. that uh use us practical applicable real uh, uh, applicable um examples scenarios um that we know we've used as work that will help you in your relationship so that was my 22nd, 32nd, and 52nd uh, promo for our coaching services. That's right. You got anything else you want to say? No, that's it. I just, right. it just, just to add is that anything, you know, I love YouTube. My daughters just did their hair um, watching YouTube videos, you know. And it's funny that I didn't have to tell them to go Number one, I didn't ask them to do their hair. I actually only asked them to let me know when they wanted their hair done because people book up fast. But they took the initiative. They watched YouTube videos. They knew what hair to get. They did all of that, and they did their hair. But I didn't have to tell them to look it up because they were passionate about discovering how to do these hairstyles because they know they mama putting them on a hair budget. <laughs> we, we are not like some people that can pay two, $300 on one hairstyle. I just, I just, even if I had it, it's probably not something that I would do, but they looked it up and they did it. And sometimes when it comes to relationships and it, especially religion relationships, people don't do the work, you know, when I, when John and I coach people, cause we have, and even when we were in ministry and just, you know, just spiritually being there for people, we were asking what book you read, you know, what did you look up about it? Nothing. You know, <laughs> um, like, um, uh, like, so how did you work on that? How was that working for you? We would first just start asking questions and the person would realize that, dang, I did no work. But mind you, they came to us because I've been work. We've been doing this for so long. You know, I'm working. I'm not mocking them. It's just a paradigm shift. You know what I'm saying? It's like, did you really do the work? Because just, most relationships it. that you actually do the work, it works. <laughs> Why you laugh? Because it's, I wasn't it's being so, funny. No, no, but it's so simple. Yeah. It sounds dumb. And when I say do the work, I don't mean calling her or. You know, trying to talk to her or yelling, having arguments. Or I'm trying to talk to her. You know, I was trying to. No. I'm talking about what did you read about it? 
Did yes. you fix your approach? Yes. You know, did, did you, you study did, her? Or did you work on yourself did first? Did you study yourself? You know, what's her love language? Did you attack those th- demons in your life? Yeah. Did you attack those things that you don't feel like changing about you? Are you willing to say, yes, I will change for a person and be okay with that? That's a big issue I have as well when I talk to people. I ain't changing for nobody. Ain't nobody yeah. going to change me. Well, you're going to be alone. Yeah. And it's usually women that talk that that seem like they want to have these sidebar conversations with me to to get me on their side. And I'm raw with them. You know, I had a, a, a sister say, well, I'm changing. Well, you're going to be alone. I'm okay with being alone. All right. At least you know where you're at. Yeah. But if you want the relationship, you cannot be afraid to say, I am okay to change for that person. If that person is willing to do the same for you. That's a fact. I don't think people know what they I think people say things because they're used to seeing them. Of course. I don't think that they know what they're asking for because I didn't know what I was asking for. So when you say you want a relationship, <laughs> wait, stop laughing because you're making me feel like. No, no, because it's so <laughs> simple that it's dumb and laughable. Okay. When you say you want to relate to somebody, you're saying that you want to come in connection with them. You know, you're saying that you want to identify with them. You're that's all in the definition. You can Google it right now on Google. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that baby stop laughing. Again. I am having it's, a serious conversation. You're sitting here saying that it's on Google yeah. and people okay. don't do the work. Okay, okay, but okay. scratch that, scratch that. Can we rewind? No, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. That's what we get for doing this live. Okay, so that's what it means to relate. You know, you have to identify with someone naturally to distinct people aren't identifying, you know, little hair, I give a little hair and then we come to an agreed upon, you know, what our little hair and little there looks like. And then we both mimic what that is. And so if you're not willing to relate Mm -hmm. and, and, and identify mm-hmm. and and you know complement one another right then there is no need for you to desire a relationship no you want a sex partner that's all you want you know, or you want somebody to, to take do you on a date or yeah. you want do the you emotional want aspect i mean not the emotional the um i want to say uh, you want the the televised you want the the um i guess what word i'm looking for honey i don't know you want a surface relationship that's what you were yeah, looking for? I know. That's just what I have to go to because I don't know what other word to use. And soon as we cliche? Get off, wait, wait. Cliche. No. Yeah. Maybe the cliche. cliche relationship? Yeah, but you don't want the work of a relationship because... What facade. Is, facade. Yes. <laughs> there it go, baby. Yo, 14 it. years, bro. That's it. Because 14 it, years. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. But if you want someone to relate with you, it's not just you... You just giving all yourself to them. You have to be open to give piece of yourself to, you know, vice versa. Vice versa. And I don't think people understand that. So you can't go into a relationship the same way and come out the same way. Exactly. Uh, TT said, truth, this principle, do the work to make uh, it work is truth. It can be applied to basically anything in life. Do the work. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Ray said alpha is not for both. That is what exact. That's what the converse. That's the conversation we're having right now. Because if you're going to use a language alpha, meaning you're in charge, then that other person is in charge and you both thinking you're in charge and you're bringing your chargeness 
into the relationship, who is going to compromise? That that really is the question because somebody has to compromise. And, and guess what? I was about to say, somebody got laid out. Somebody got to lay down. Somebody got to lay down. No, no, no. All jokes aside, peep this out. Who's going to compromise? Probably in your mind, you're seeing the other person. Saying, yeah. It's a rhetorical question because both have to. Both have to. You can't just sit here and say, well, I'm the alpha and I'm the only one that can be the That's alpha. That's that misogynistic and thing. And you have to be a beta or subjugant of me being the alpha and listen when I say, no, break that down. Walls of misogyny, gone. Uh, uh, independent, stiff-neck, stiff-neck women, gone. We are breaking that down, bro, from 2021 and, mm-hmm. and here on. If you guys both are strong, y'all strong behind compromise to each other. I know. Show your strength in that. And people don't yes. understand what real strength is. Yes, because be, being submissive is showing more strength than you being strong-minded and not willing to build, bend your will to that person. It, it takes strength mm. to say, honey, you're right. You need to stretch. I can take this by myself for a second. Oh uh, no, I'm a, I'm a, I'm good. You so, you spasming? I see it. You can see it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Your part. Your whole posture and demeanor change. Yeah, I'm trying to wait. I even thought the scarf the was scarf too was heavy. Too heavy <laughs> for <laughs> <a> neck. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> so you sure you don't want to get up and stretch for a second no, and then okay. come back? Okay. I'm good. It's um, almost over. Yes. You been to. It takes a lot for me to say, babe, you're right. Mm-hmm. Honey, I need your help. Because it's given of you, Babe, I, yeah, because I am the one that should be doing it. I am the man. I am the leader. I am the one that's in charge. Guess what? All of that still is true. Mm-hmm. But in how strong, independent, and as much of a leader as I am, I am not an island to myself, and I need help. Facts. Babe, help. And in her helping, she's making me even stronger. Mm-hmm. But it takes strength of me to notice that I need the help and then ask for it and still feel validated in my masculinity. Right. That is evolution. That's and right. I'm trying to get men to that point of evolution to say, man, I am strong asking for help. Yeah. You ain't strong saying I got it. And when people um, uh, ask you, hey, bro, you want me to come and help you no man i'm all right i got this thing you look stupid i don't think people understand that the importance of strengthening a weakness okay speak on it okay so i have a list of strengths and i also equally have a list of weaknesses right and usually you know you do have times where we both weak in certain areas but usually usually you know the other person where you're weak the other person is stronger in most cases and we're just going to say that for this one right so if i'm weak in communication and i come to you who's either stronger than me or all the way strong you know honey i need help i felt chakras when you touched me you did Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. my leg should i put my leg (laughs) keep that heavy leg off me no but if i (laughs) but if i'm weak in communication and i come to you and i tell you I'm weak in communication. Can you help me? And you say, sure, I would love to help you with your communication. My weakness can now become a strength. And people don't understand that, that I'm building upon myself. I'm I'm building upon myself when I am open and transparent about what I need help with. And if you're not the person to give it to me, oh, honey, I'm weak in communication. I'm going to get this book. I'm going to see this coach. I'm going to do that so that I can become strong. 
So again, you're taking a what was once weak, you're making it strong to be a better, more perfected you. But if you can't be open and honest to say what your weakness is, then you can never become stronger in that area. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So people don't understand that. So that's why there's strengths and, you know, acknowledging your weakness so that you can make them stronger. Yeah. You know? That's good. That's good. Uh, we got a, had a couple more comments. Oh, what are they? Yeah. Tanya said you guys are doing an amazing job. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tanya. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Sorry. Who's Dirty Bacon? <laughs> My co-worker. Your co-worker. Oh, he said it takes a What's lot up, of brother? strength to say, honey, I was wrong. It does. Absolutely. Take a lot of strength. And, and I mean. <sighs> I just had to say that this week, and I was proud. It was like 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. When I had came in from uh, my cousin's house, and I said, honey, I'm going to say it in the mic. I said, honey, you were right about me taking this semester off. <laughs> and you were sleepy, but you woke up for that. Jonathan lean over. He said, what you say? <laughs> I said, you were right. I yep. was wrong. Because I had yep. secretly planned to enroll without you knowing. You see what I'm saying? I know. 14 years in now. And I You did. see this stuff? But I had to deny. You see this stuff? That urging to defy 14. you. 14. Now watch this. But I said you were right. We Thank you. And I didn't. Thank you. Set, we set the parameters in how we actually operate based on our giftings. Mm-hmm. I am a visionary. I see further down the line because that is my gifting. I only see right here. She sees right here. Which is good because I see the details he can't see. Exactly. And that's why we compliment each other. Because I know that we have stuff that we're trying to do right now and her absence would further prolong that. Like the book. Like the book. Like the relationship workbook that we're going to be working on next. Like the second book that I'm working on writing right now. Mm-hmm. She going back in school. None of that's happening the way we want to. I had time to engage on the podcast group. And he was so proud. Proud of me. and y'all, she's been doing a great job and so forth and so on. So because I she listened. I did listen. It was hard, but ladies, we can do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it. You we can, can listen it. sometimes. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it, bro. And and you but but again again. But your approach was good though. It was because I am learning and uh, we've uh, my approach has been wrong for so long, mm-hmm. and I practice the art of effective communication, mm-hmm. knowing how you're built, your love languages, how your love language is set up. Mm-hmm. I, I so I d- did the work. You did. Y- yeah, I, it'd okay. be hard for you too. I see you when you come to me. He gotta like breathe hard four times. <laughs> See, dude, look, after the mission of being wrong, the partner shouldn't follow up with I told you so. That does not help. You're right. You're right. You're right. And I, I, and he I, didn't. I didn't say that. Mm-mm. He smiled. I, that's all I did. I think he gave me a kiss. I did. I did. And I felt proud yeah. because he didn't say he told me so. <laughs> and, um, well, yeah. Oh, man. So how how would we how would we sum all this up? Because I don't have anything else to give. Um, we went all over the world. I'm going to lie for you uh, to you. I do have more to give, but I hate that you are in pain right now. So I want to cut it short. Oh, you're sensing my pain. I'm sensing and seeing. Oh, I was working on my face, though, because I keep turning. So I keep scratching this muscle. That's why I was trying to turn my body to you. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm ready to lay down. Okay. Well, we are going but to. But you said you can handle it without me. You did offer for me to go scratch. 
what was that song? You ain't about to go dead, are you? No, no. Okay. Um, no, that was when I was on the tangent. Oh. Um, so I don't have anything else to give. So let let's let's go ahead and and give some uh, recap. A, a, a recap, mm-hmm. real fast. Um, emotional intelligence, developing that as a man is absolutely key. Um, and a woman. And, uh, and a woman. Because it's an assumption that we have emotional intelligence. It's because not an assumption. That is a scientific fact. No, let me explain. Jesus Christ. Because we are emotional, it's easy. People think that we automatically have emotional intelligence. But you can be emotional and need to work on emotional intelligence. Because emotional intelligence is about controlling your emotions, understanding those that are around you, and be able to apply and and what other word I'm looking for and being able to navigate the emotions of others as well as your own. And a lot of us women are good at expressing how we feel are good at being emotional, but I had to work on emotional intelligence to understand your emotions. Absolutely. Give, can y'all give us a second? I got to yell at our kids. Yeah. Apologize for that interruption. <laughs> But um, yeah, I had to work on my emotional intelligence. I've always been communicative. I've always been able to say what I wanted, and I've always been emotional. But to be able to tune in to you and your emotions and find out how I affect your emotions and how to help you with your emotions, I had to get that insight. I got you. So we both have to work on emotional intelligence. Yes, we do. Got you. Uh, our happiness individually matters it does and we have to you know it be okay with being happy without each other yes uh but it's okay to be happy with each other because happiness is subjective for one yes what makes you happy may not make me happy yes and happiness uh-huh. and our external happiness yes. and only we can only control what's internal to us yes and the other person because we're trying to relate you know remember the relate word the connection part right you know there is an inter- external form of happiness as well absolutely you, you know because it's you know how i learned that was through self-awareness <laughs> you know i bought this book on self-awareness because it's part of my doctorate program but you have internal self-awareness and an external self-awareness, right? And it's, you're not completely self-aware if you don't consider the, the how other people perceive you. And sometimes, I don't even know where this came from, of, of people thinking that it's only, they live as though they're the only person, sorry, they're the That's only fair. person in the world. And my perception is this, and this is this, and I'm not changing. But you're not self-aware if you're not aware how so-and-so looks at you. Mm. You know, uh, so-and-so perceived you because how that person perceives you really does determine how you're able to move and operate in them, which infects you. You're right. But people don't understand that. And I don't want to get into the whole doctorate teaching about self-awareness, but, but really that's just really what it is. So you have a locus of control of your happiness. Right. But then in order to relate and be sociable, another plug, social awkwardness. You're only socially awkward if you don't know how to socialize. And that just goes to show you that you still have to have, you are responsible to the world around you. That's a part of us relating to one another. So again, going back to happiness, there is a social component of happiness that does influence your internal focus, but I mean, your internal happiness, but it all has to come together. That makes sense. 
Why are you look so serious? Dr. Eva. <laughs> You're so crazy. Ooh, can I hit one of them again? Oh, jeez. Hey. Um. Why am I getting a message alert? To want to say something? Oh. Yeah, in a group. Um, one, one more. We had a, a comment. He said, my husband don't normally take the time to listen to things with me, but he's been on with me the entire time. We met in September 2016, got married January of 17, and this has been a journey. We truly enjoyed you guys and got so much information. That's awesome, Tanya. Thank you guys for being on. We appreciate you guys hanging in with us. Yes. And we thank you for the love uh, and the support. Heck, drop y'all cash app <laughs> so we can, so we can be a blessing for you guys for sticking in with us. Um, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> Ray, Ray and Danielle laugh. I guess when I was laughing, uh, well, you yell at, at the kids because <laughs> we told them that we was recording it. There, oh, Jesus. Only being on an hour. I don't care. They're lucky I didn't send them upstairs. I'm being gracious, letting them stay down here. But we, you know, Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, other announcements. Um, just some, should, I think we should call them church announcements. I <laughs> should <laughs> get some church. Hold on, let me see if I can find some no. church announcements. Let me see. Hold, hold. Oh, geez, right. Church announcement. <laughs> music is on. Music. I'ma laugh. Background music. If them boy got some church amount music's for real. Hold on, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Is it gonna play? Let me see how it plays out. <laughs> you are so jokey. I am. Is it gonna play? No, it's doing the play. commercial first. Uh, anyways, um, so the uh, our book, uh-huh. Hoodwink: The Burden of Religion, will be available. It's for available for pre-order now. Yes, for pre-order now, uh-huh. will be available February February twenty eighth. Uh-huh. Um, so go ahead and pre-order that. If you are a part of our group, the Love Life Legacy Podcast group, um, under the announcements when we did the video for the release. Actually, the Gumroad link is there. Um, or I, can, I don't, if they go to Gumroad, can they type in the Love Life Legacy podcast? Or they have to have the literal link? No, they can type in Hoodwink. It depends on how they search. They can find us, but just use the link. Or yeah. just message us for the link if you can't find the link. Yeah, I'm, we're, we're going to be uh, putting a public uh, post for now, an, um, a flyer yeah. for the book that has the link on there for you guys to find it on Gumroad. Um, but you know, if you're on a group, go ahead and pre-order that. Um, we're almost to 500 in our group. We're trying to get there so we can start giving and blessing you guys. We want to give some money away. Well, I want to give some money away. And she don't, don't, away. and don't be salty about how much money. If it's $10, be happy. <laughs> That's a lot of people. <laughs> I don't want y'all to think it's supposed to be a hundred dollars or Fifty dollars is what we have. Okay, <laughs> I, I I guess it's gonna be a little more than ten dollars, but I get what she's saying. Yeah, you I know you don't want to set no false expectations <laughs> that if that week all we have is five and we get five dollars, uh, blessing us enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get it, I get it, yeah. I get it, I get it. You know, it. they only gave me how much they gave you. What's <laughs> different? Ashley said five fifty two goal reach. Ashley, what you talking about? Let me find out. We got we got five fifty two. What you talking about? I think she talked about our page. Oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. We do have 500 on our page. page yes, yeah, you in are the, right. In the group itself, you know, the private group. Um, yeah, we we still at four. Yes, but we do want to grow our page too. But we do. We, we want to grow our group because the conversation is so authentic, man. Yes, and, and we do post jokey stuff, and you know, some stuff we post just for laughs. Well, you know, and I really appreciate everybody that be posting in the group. 
Yeah. You know, keep the conversations going. Mature conversations. Yeah. Open, candid conversations. Mm-hmm. Conversations for us to learn from and evolve around. So make it's you like, think. Yeah, make you think. Thank you, Taiwan. She said she added about 50 people. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Um, love y'all. We got any th- other announcements? Any other church announcements? No, we don't have no other. You sure? I feel like we're missing something. Babe, because you're just trying to find some during song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me type in black church announcements. <laughs> you know, we have our own. No, no, that's not it. No, those are actually church songs. Yeah. Dang, man. We're I want to. probably going to be ready for next week. Uh, organ music. That's what I need. That's what I need. I need some organ Oh, let me see. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, there it is. So, uh, as we exit this day, the Love Life Legacy podcast, we want to make sure that you guys understand that you sharing our page brings us to a place of the amount of people we're trying to get to so we can bless you with some ducats <laughs> please like and share our page and invite people to the group yeah you're so funny please man but oh jeez <laughs> i cannot with you as we as we exit uh we we just want to uh, just say that we love you guys for we sticking do. in with us. Great conversation. Um, great conversation. Thank you for our first callers. Yes. Oh, um, that's a fact. Thank you for for Marcus and Tate coworkers. I'm gonna chop it up with y'all when I get there uh, to work. Um, but this is something new that we wanted to add, and we I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but it works, and I'm so proud and glad that it actually does work. Please don't be afraid to utilize this feature um, because we we want to make sure that we're giving y'all opportunity to add context to what you guys are posting. And if you call in so we can dialogue and have conversation, it, it's it's even better for us. Win-win. It's a win-win for, for us, for you, and for the people that watch us after we uh, post it um, on the multiple podcast platforms mm-hmm. that you guys can check us out at or when they see it on our page. Mm-hmm. Um but hold on, let me play this in the background. Of course. As we end this, we love you guys. We appreciate y'all yes, sticking in there. Thank Next you. time, uh, same time, same place. Hopefully, we Check won't have. Check out my cousin Ashley. Yes. Hold it up so you can see in the camera. They can't see. You need me to hold it for your arm? There we go. Um, so, next time, same place. Ashley, post her link. At, oh, Ashley, post your link. Again, if y'all have products that you guys want us to support on our page, and we can put a shout out on our um, podcast page as, as well. Please post it, share it, and we'll do our, our, our due diligence to show support. Love you guys. Same time, same place, Sunday, 12 o'clock. Next time, peace. Peace. Bye.